0: The Audacity Podcast is proudly sponsored by D. Joseph Design from djosephdesign.com. Hey, I've been talking about D. Joseph Design in my other podcasts. I'm not sure how many people realize that's me. I'm sponsoring my own shows. I'm a web designer. You need websites designed that look good, that work, that that do cool things. Well, I can help you do that. And I can help you set up your website, get your podcast started I do that through djosephdesign from djosephdesign.com. I like to say, you have a message that deserves to look great, so make your next message look or sound great by hiring djosephdesign from djosephdesign.com. Mention the podcast and you will get 10% off your first invoice. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 2, The Benefits of Podcamps for Podcasters. Welcome back to the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis, sometimes also known as the Ramen Noodle. Welcome back. This is only episode two. This is the show, a podcast about podcasting, and it has podcast in the title. That's so meta. And this is the place where you can come, where we give you the guts, teach you the tools to podcast successfully. I'm excited to have the show because I wanted to have the show for a while and it's great to finally have it going. This time, I want to talk about PodCamps. I recently attended PodCamp Ohio. It was the third PodCamp Ohio and the third one I've attended, but my fourth PodCamp. I've also been able to attend PodCamp Cleveland, and I've spoken at both PodCamp Ohio and PodCamp Cleveland. PodCamps are really cool, not only for podcasters, but bloggers, people just involved with social media. I think there's a problem, a misconception of calling them podcamps because people will tend to think, well, we had enough problem with people understanding that you don't have to have an iPod to listen to podcasts. But remember, you do have to have pod to podcast. And podcamps are not all about podcasting. Podcamps are about social media. Yeah, podcasting gets a lot of attention, but the podcamp in Cleveland, Podcamp Cleveland, Earlier this year, in May, May 1, earlier this year, had no podcasting sessions until I signed up about three days before the event actually occurred. They had contacted me and asked me to come up and speak, but originally they were asking for me to do a little comedy script up there which I have my own opinions on how well that went, and I'm sure everyone else shares my opinions. But also I decided I'm going to submit a session because for a podcamp, there is nothing going on about podcasting. But I can give you an idea of some of the other sessions that were shared at PodCamp Cleveland. At PodCamp Cleveland, there was a session on presentation design interesting session. There was a session on passion and how to focus. There were sessions on using LinkedIn for business. There were sessions on Twitter. There were sessions on YouTube and online video. Podcamps are a great place to learn these things and to get this experience and this teaching from others. Podcast, Podcamp, Ohio, had a whole lot more sessions. PodCamp Ohio was jam-packed with sessions. We had sessions on many of the sessions from PodCamp Cleveland. were also at PodCamp Ohio. But we also had comedy podcasts. It was a session on ramen noodles, as my co-host from The Ramen Noodle at theramanoodle.com shared with me. Actually, I'm at The Ramen Noodle on Twitter, but I always hate saying the at thing on Twitter. That's a pet peeve of mine. We had live podcasts, we had stuff about social media, stuff about the iPads, stuff about Audacity, stuff about WordPress, stuff about a lot of sessions about using social media for your business. Things like online communities, videos, designing an effective site, making money with your podcast, lots of cool things. And if those sessions alone aren't appealing to you, and many, many more, then let me keep talking about why you should attend a pod camp and why pod camps are great for podcasters and just new media people and social media people. Pod camps have three benefits to them. I would say there are three benefits. One, a chance to learn. Obviously, because you're going To hear sessions, there are a lot of sessions on a lot of great topics. If you want to see just some of the examples of what was at Podcamp Ohio, go to podcampohio.com while you're listening to this podcast. Or if you're listening while you're in the car, then obviously listen or go to the site after you're done driving. But Podcamp Ohio was combined with WordCamp Columbus. So there was a lot of stuff about WordCamp. But if you go to podcampohio.com slash sessions, and I'll have a link in the show notes, you can check out all of the sessions that were submitted, and almost all of these sessions were, presenting, were presented. An Introduction to Audacity, Podcasting for a Technical Audience, Live Comedy Podcast, Live Podcasting Workflow and Q&A, Social Media Governance. Uh, New media explained the iPad show recorded live using online video to promote your, your business, how blogging changed my life, legal issues of blogging and a whole lot more. Check it out. Those are just some of the sessions that happened at Podcamp Ohio. So there's a lot of stuff to learn when you go to a Podcamp. Tons of great sessions, excellent speakers, the cool things about Podcamps. And if you've never heard of Podcamps before, go to Podcamp. Dot org will take you to a site that explains what podcamps are let me read it to you just to save you a podcamp is a usually free bar camp style community unconference for new media enthusiasts and professionals including bloggers podcasters youtubers social networkers and anyone curious about new media the first podcamp was held september 8 through 10 2006 in boston massachusetts PodCamps are now being held worldwide. PodCamp isn't just about podcasting. If you're interested in blogging, social media, social networking, podcasting, video on the internet, if you're a PodSafe musician or want to be, or just someone curious about new media, then please join us and bring a friend or colleague. Lots of cool stuff to be learned. No matter what part of social media you have, there are speakers presenting on every topic. However, if in the rare event that there aren't speakers presenting on the topic of your interest or your specialty, then that's another benefit of podcamps is that you can be the specialist. Podcamps are called an unconference, which means they really don't follow the conventional styles of conferences. It's rather the opposite way. Instead of paying big time speakers to come in and having all of these official things and the little guy never gets to be heard. Pod camps are all about the little guy. At pod camps, everybody gets to be a rock star. No, that doesn't mean that they actually get up and start jamming music, but you could. You could do that at a pod camp, really. Anyone can present at a pod camp. And the rules at pod camp are a little bit different. The first rule of pod camp is you don't talk about pod... Strike that. There's the law of two feet. And that is that if you're in a session and you're not getting something out of that session, then you are expected to use your two feet and walk out of the session. And the speakers are expected to understand that this can and probably will happen. And it's not an insult to the speakers. The speakers should really take it as a compliment because the more people that leave, the more focused the crowd is that's still there or the more awkward they feel at leaving and for those who are attending podcamps they're obligated to get the most content and the most information out of their attendance and so it's perfectly accepted expected and acceptable for people to walk around and attend different podcamps so if you're a presenter When you're presenting, you know that you're presenting to people who actually care or are maybe afraid of walking out. It depends on where the door is sometimes. Podcast pot speaking at podcamps is a great way to become an expert in your field. Some of the sessions I've presented before at PodCamps have been podcasting, an introduction to podcasting and audacity. I've spoken on advanced audacity, basic audacity. I've spoken on web design, on tweeting for your organization, or building an online community around Twitter. I've hosted a live podcast at PodCamp and then hosted a Q&A panel after... Panel? That was said with a little bit of an accent. I've hosted a Q&A panel where we talked about our workflows and how we do things live and direct to drive and minimize our workflows and post-production. And that conversation, by the way, will be next week's episode. Episode three of the Audacity to Podcast will be that session that we recorded. So you'll get some great information from some fabulous podcasters and me. So they're fabulous. They've got Huge audiences and then there's me with my little building audience. Podcasting, I I keep saying podcasting, that's because that's what we're here to talk about. But podcamps can turn you into an expert or can give you an opportunity to share your perspective of things and give back to the community. Because podcamps aren't just about receiving information. Maybe the first time you go, yeah. The first time I went to a pod camp, I was there just as a consumer, just to learn from the others that were there. I got excited, I got the bug, and I decided, I'm gonna po- I'm gonna speak at the next pod camp, and I did. At PodCamp Ohio in 2009, I spoke four times, I believe. Three or four times? I can't remember now. And this last PodCamp Ohio in 2010, I spoke three times. I got the bug. I definitely got the bug. But it's fun to give back to the community. Yes, it does mean I get more Twitter followers and I get to advertise my podcast or my services. But it's not about advertising, really. And I tried to keep that in mind, even when I gave a web design talk last year in PodCamp Ohio. I'm talking about my skill and my specialty. And I did mention in there, I said, if you need someone to design a site for you, please consider me. I'm, I freelance and I do this professionally and for a living. But that was pretty much all I said. The rest of the time I spent giving away how I do things and telling people some of the tools that I use or techniques or principles that I follow. So I was giving back to the community that gave to me. So the first benefit is you get to learn so much from the community. The second benefit is you get to share with the community and people will appreciate what you share, they'll respect you for it, hopefully. They will, really. It takes a lot of skill, a lot of audacity to get up in front of the people and share, and especially as people are walking out. That gets a little, takes a little bit of getting used to, but it's good. And then the third benefit of going to podcamps is the networking the connections with other people what often happens at podcamps is people won't go to sessions they'll just hang out in the hallways and talk and network with people that happened to me during this last session is i was in between sessions and i'd wanted to go to a session but i ended up standing out in the hall and had seen a guy just standing out looking around and looking into the different windows and so I just asked him I engaged in a conversation with him we had a great conversation he was learning some things about web design I gave him a couple tips pointed him in the right direction direction gave him my business card I personally gave him my business card cards actually I have several business cards collect the whole set by the way and in fact, that is the only time I gave my business cards away, I think. I may have given my, a set of my business cards to one other person. But I think we made a great connection. And it's something that is unseen or unheard of at other places. Because we have so many people with so many different talents coming together. Some people are there to learn, some are there to share, some people are there just to connect with other geeks. It's fun to connect with other geeks because we can really geek out and talk about all this stuff like, oh man, did you see the new features in WordPress 3.0? Or hey, what do you think of that retina display? It's not really 326 PPI, P- isn't really the extent of what the eye can see. And all of this stuff that we can geek out and talk about. And it was, it's just awesome, especially at times like during dinner or the after party or before party, it's fun to move around, not to just sit down and talk to just a few people, but move around, get to meet other people, network with other people. You can find out needs that other people have that perhaps you can fulfill and you can find people that can help fulfill your needs. Maybe you need a web designer. Well, if you need a web designer, then call me, okay? But if you can't call me, or if you're not around when I'm around, but if you're listening to this, then you know about me. So you really, you have no excuse to hire any other web designer except me. (laughs) But if you need someone who is a professional at LinkedIn, that's an example. Crystal Feese was someone that spoke at PodCamp Ohio and PodCamp Cleveland. She's from Cincinnati, a friend of mine. She is a LinkedIn guru. She's fantastic with it. And if you didn't attend her session, she did speak, so there's that. But if you couldn't attend her session, maybe you could connect with her afterward and you get to know her and find out these ways that she could really help you with your LinkedIn connecting and networking. Also at podcamps, people record their sessions, so you can ask the speaker afterward, well hopefully they record their sessions, you can ask the speaker, hey, can you email me that session or I'd love to see your slides that you share. You can make these awesome connections without even attending a session at all. Podcamps are great. So how does it specifically help for podcasters? Well, podcasting is about more than just microphones, mixers, recorders, and Audacity or Audition or whatever software. Podcasting, effective podcasting, is also about social networking. It's that part, remember pod from last week, or from last episode, which was last week. And I'm going to refer to this a whole lot, because I really like this idea that I came up with, and that is, your podcast to podcast, you have to have passion, you have to have organization, you have to have dialogue. That dialogue part of podcasting is social media. And social media is so much more than just posting an MP3 in an RSS feed. Social media is about connecting with people, finding people. There are listeners right now listening live on Wednesday night at eight o'clock, which so far is the time that I'll be recording the Audacity to podcast. But watch me on Twitter, the ramen noodle, to see and watch for announcements. That but there are people here watching the show live in the chat room, and they're now subscribed to the show. Because I search Twitter for any time someone mentions audacity and I try to help them out and see if they need anything or just connect with them and try to mention without advertising. But I'll mention, hey, by the way, I'm starting this podcast or I started this podcast that talks a lot about audacity. I'm trying to make connections with people out there. And at... No, you're not used, as one in the chat room is saying. I feel so used. No, you're not used. I, I want to connect with people out there. I want to give back to the community, because not many people are talking about audacity in podcasting. Most people are talking about audition. Very few people talk a lot about audacity. But anyway, social media is more than just podcasting, and podcasting needs so much of social media. I know that's circular, but it's true. So if you want to have an effective podcast, then you need to learn how to use tools like Twitter and WordPress. Hey, that WordPress is the best platform to host your podcasts and show notes. So instead of just posting an mp3, why not learn how to make your WordPress site work great? Podcamps are a fantastic place to learn that. And you can learn from all sorts of levels. Maybe your podcast isn't getting very many search results from Google. So what are some ways that you can optimize your site or search engine optimize, abbreviated as SEO? What are some ways that you can do that to your own site, not hire these people who claim to be SEO experts, which someone once said means unemployed? What are some ways that you can optimize your site so that it will show up better in search engines? What are some ways that you can track your traffic? These are all topics that are often covered at podcamps, and you need to know these if you have a podcast or even just if you have a site. If you don't have a podcast, if you're thinking about podcasting, then you should go to a podcast. You can also benefit from meeting other people and potential co-hosts at podcasts, at podcams. And that's a great way to improve the dialogue in your podcast. As we talked about how one way to improve your dialogue is by having a co-host so you can have that back and forth between you and another person right there on the air. Maybe you'll make that connection and at a pod camp and you'll discover someone else who has the same passion that you do and it can be a way to improve your podcast. Of course, there's also the opportunity at pod camps to promote your podcast because you can bring cards with you, flyers. It's very often to have, it's very common to have a table somewhere near the entryway which is just where everyone puts their business cards and flyers and brochures and whatever you want to bring with you. There, it's questionable if that's really an effective way of distributing business cards. Recently, I've started to think, no, it isn't. Yeah, Now, yeah, it's nice to have it there, depending on how well your business cards are designed or whatever and how appealing it is to people. But what will, what will often happen is people will just look at the cards and pick up one of everything. You know They will collect the whole set. And they promptly forget the business cards. I would much rather go and personally hand out some business cards to a few people with whom I can make a personal connection. And I do, when I say business cards, I don't mean just advertising DJs Joseph Design, my freelance business. But I also have business cards for my podcasts. I call them podcast cards that just show my logo, show the podcast name, the tagline, my Twitter handle, and the web address, and maybe the email address too. That's what I include on the podcast cards, and I can give those to people who I think are personally interested or might take an interest in my podcast. It's a way to increase my audience. By going, if you're on Twitter especially, people will tweet about you as they get to talk to you. Like even if you're just sitting at the table doing dinner with them, they might tweet out having a great conversation about the iPad with the ramen noodle and Flegon and Espostador. And, uh, well, that's, I know that I'm mispronouncing his name and these other people. They might tweet about you, thus increasing your Twitter followers. When you go to podcasts though, you have got to be on Twitter. The reason I say that is people are tweeting all day about what they're learning. And tweeting about what's going on, announcements are going through Twitter, and it's all tracked by the hashtags for that conference. Like look up search.twitter.com and look for pound sign, or some people call it the hash sign, PWC bus. PWC bus stands for Podcamp WordCamp Columbus. I actually invented that hashtag for the group. They had something that was really confusing and I suggested that one to them. I tend to come up with names that stick for people. Kind of like Sawyer with nicknames. But search for P bus, P W C bus and you'll see all of the tweets that were going on. It's hundreds of tweets going on about Podcamp and you'll find new people to follow who are also there at the conference for you. Also, look up P-C-C-L-V was PodCamp Cleveland. If you're not at a PodCamp, that's a great way to follow a PodCamp as well is just create a column in your HootSuite or TweetDeck or Seismic Desktop or just update search.twitter.com and search for that hashtag and you can see what's going on at other PodCamps if you can't make it to that PodCamp. Now let me tell you something else. We've had, in this area, we've had PodCamp Ohio, which has always been in Columbus for the last three years. This year was introduced PodCamp Cleveland. Next year, there will be a PodCamp Cleveland in April. And if you want a complete schedule of upcoming and previous PodCamps, then go to PodCamp.org. PodCamp.org is the site for, that's the official site for PodCamps. Podcamp.org, and it lists all of the upcoming podcamps like Salt Lake City, San Antonio, London, Montreal, Pittsburgh. Oh, wait, some of those have already passed. Oops. Also, coming though, in 2011, Podcamp Cincy. That's Cincinnati, in case you don't know. Podcamp Cincinnati will be held probably sometime in October and definitely at some campus, hopefully near Cincinnati. The details are very vague right now, but I'm the organizer for it. And I would love to have you come up to PodCamp Cincy in 2011, in October, probably in 2011, and present or come and... Network with people or come and listen to the others that are going to be there. It's going to be a huge ordeal, I know, for me to put on a PodCamp, but it's something I've definitely been interested in, and I've already registered their domains. If you want to follow announcements, I haven't put up a site yet, but if you want to follow announcements for PodCamp Cincinnati, follow on Twitter PodCampCincy, P-O-D-C-A-M-P, C-I-N-C-Y, PodCamp PodCampsCency, on Twitter. And as details come out, I will be tweeting them there. And especially once I launch the site, that Twitter account will link to the site. So PodCamps are a great place for you to learn from others. It's a great place for you to share with others, to give back to the community that perhaps helped you. And PodCamps are a great way to network and connect with other people and just meet awesome people. Like last year, I got to meet Chris Abraham, a social media giant. I've gotten to talk to and meet and develop friendships with developers of great podcasting and WordPress extensions. Like Angelo Mendado, who is the organizer for PodCamp Ohio, is also a Developer or the developer for PowerPress, the best plugin for podcasting for WordPress. And he also works with Blueberry. So he and I have had a lot of great conversations about PowerPress and podcasting plugins. And I've shared some ideas with him that I think he's begun to share of some podcasting plugins or plugins for sites that he shared in his own talks. All of this stuff, you've got to try and attend a Podcamp. And by the way, remember, PodCamps are usually free. If they're not free, the most expensive PodCamp I've seen is PodCamp Boston for multiple reasons. They're charging for it $50. For what you get, it is well worth it. Whatever the cost, PodCamps are fabulous events. So I highly encourage you. Find a pod camp near you, and go there. Attend, even if you're not going to speak. Maybe you want to speak the first time. Could be awesome. Maybe you just want to go and listen the first time. That could be awesome too. But you've got to try and find a podcamp camp to, in your area. So, if you're interested in pod camps, visit podcamp.org and find one in your area. Well, that's about it for now. I am definitely. Loving this new show and loving the fact that I can now talk about podcasting in my own podcast. And we'll be talking about next week will be the recording from PodCamp Ohio on a workflow and questions and answers with other live podcasters from the iPad show and the iPad Possibility show and the Ramen Noodle show. That's me, yours truly. So, thank you very much for coming out. Check out the site, Noodle.mx. We've got other shows, The Audacity... Wait, that's this one. (laughs) The Ramen Noodle, Are You Just Watching, and future shows as well, depending on how things are looking with the network. If you want to send in your own questions, please do that, because although I've got the next 34 episodes planned out, I'd love to hear what you want me to cover. You may want me to cover something earlier than I had planned. That's perfectly all right. So send your questions or comments and feedback to feedback at noodle.mx. Or you can comment on the show notes over at Noodle Mix. Or the direct link to these show notes will be com slash two. com slash two. Or you can call in your feedback to our voicemail listener line 859-353-4332. You can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle where I will tweet out any announcements of new shows or upcoming episodes just cool stuff and subscribe to the show and iTunes, Zoom, everywhere that you can. Also sign up for the email list over at noodle.mx. You can either click the email icon on the right side or sign up at the bottom of the page. There's a spot for your first name and your email address. And I haven't started a newsletter yet. I promise not to spam you, but it'd be awesome if we could have you there. So until next time, go podcast successfully.